three, two, one. Daybreaks and aches. I'll be running when my feet hit the ground. Welcome to From One Mom to Another with Cindy Anderson. I subscribe to the belief that women need women. As a mother of seven, she is versed in all aspects of the triumphs, joys, and challenges of parenting. Tap into your own strengths and trust that you are the best mother your children ever had. And give yourself some credit. Take some time to breathe. You are doing better than you think. Now here's Cindy. You are all doing better than you think. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode from One Mom to Another. Stephanie is taking a couple weeks off. She is getting her oldest child, Eden, ready for college, but she'll be back. However, tonight, I am so excited because Natalie Anderson is with me again. She joined Stephanie and I on a podcast a couple weeks ago called Hey Mom, What's for Dinner? And as I mentioned before, is also, along with her children, the model for the cover of my book, One Mom to Another. Also joining us is my other daughter-in-law, Jamie Anderson. Jamie is married to my oldest son, and second child, William. Now, up until about nine months ago, when we moved from Texas, Jamie and her family lived about 10 minutes away from us for a number of years. How many years was that? Six? Um, it was, no, about five. Five. Okay, yeah. for about five years. And I miss her. I miss her, and I miss those sweet kiddos. Um, I mean, I also miss William, but... <laughs> sure. I mean, sure, yeah. <laughs> Look, the son's job is to bring you cute daughter-in-laws and who bring you cute grandchildren. And I, I have gotten it in spades. I have been, I'm really, really lucky. And I love both Jamie and Natalie very, very much. And I'm just so happy that they're, they're here oh. with me today. So I'm happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me back. I'm glad I didn't blow it. You know, no, so no, you did not. <laughs> Oh. I got to reinvite. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Play cool. Play cool. I'm a first timer, but I'm also excited to be here. Ooh. Yeah. Well, you're a cute first timer, <laughs> and I'm sure that you will be. You'll be back again too. So I'm just so glad that you agreed to do it. Okay. So today we're going to talk about moms who are employed. Um, I don't want to say moms who have jobs because all moms have jobs. And I also want to say that um, there are as many working arrangements for mothers as there are mothers. Um, there's moms who are employed outside of the home, whose professions um, have them working from home, and each situation is unique and personal. But tonight we're going to share our experiences, and you know they may not apply to your situation, but hopefully everyone will be able to get some encouragement in what they're doing and some takeaways to help them and their family. Okay, so let's start off. Natalie and Jamie, why don't you kind of talk about your jobs and what you do? Okay, so I have held many different jobs outside of the home over the years, but I feel like the most recent one, it has been teaching preschool two days a week um, at a local preschool here in Keller. And I kind of decided to go ahead and do that because it was something that I could do that was during my kids' school time and that I wasn't, mm -hmm. like, missing out on being with them at home. Tell everybody what the ages are of your children. So my oldest child is um, 12, and I have an 8-year-old that falls right there in the middle, and then my youngest is 6. Okay. So, yeah, while you're teaching preschool, they're all in school, right? 
Yes. I started the preschool when my youngest was still at the same preschool. She was in the fourth class and I was teaching the three years old. Okay. That's cute. It's a really cute preschool. Okay. Natty? Okay. So yeah, I just barely started for the first time working. I actually, for the past 10 years, have been a stay-at-home mom, which yeah, obviously is still working, (laughs) but now I get paid for it. (laughs) Um, I just recently got my EMT certification. And so I've started teaching CPR and helping other people become certified as EMTs. So my job was to be an ambulance or my, my hope was to be an ambulance chaser and to, you know, Mm -hmm. join the excitement of that. But in all practicality, the 12 hour shifts and travel for work and stuff didn't seem to work maybe right now. So I have a nine-year-old, a, um, oh my goodness, a seven-year-old. I know the ages of my kids. <laughs> a four-year-old and a two-year-old. And for me, it was exciting. And um, maybe it was quarantine, but I needed an out mm-hmm. outside of mommyhood. And so that's kind of what spawned this right now type thing, because my kids are still really young. So I got my EMT through this program right down the street from my house, actually. And so... Um, when the opportunity came to work with them rather than go and be work as an EMT right now, it kind of was hard to pass up and it's just part-time. So, you know, 15 to 20 hours a week and yeah. just down the street. So yeah, I managed a, an animal hospital. And I remember when I first started that job, I was like, I got my first paycheck. I'm like, wow, this is wow. pretty awesome. I know. <laughs> I mean, did you guys find that too, that there was something like some sort of a satisfaction with having a, having a job or, you know, being employed somewhere that, you know, was kind of a a nice little lift. I will say for me, this is Jamie, by the way, but um, I always felt like, yeah, there was like a lift there, but it also felt like I was contributing like Mm -hmm. a little bit more like, um, I wanted to be able to help contribute in any way that I could. And for us, it was always a, yeah, that's a great thing for, for you to do. It was really important for me to be able to do those kind of things while being with the kids. Mm -hmm. So it was always something that I could either take the kids along with me or I was doing that time, like working when the kids were doing Mm -hmm. their other like activities and I didn't have to be away from them. Yeah. That's That's the dream right there. Yeah. And I, and I think, I think, you know, that, that there is, that there is merit in, in having, finding something that is satisfying, um, whether it's having an employment or different other activities and things that you do for yourself. Um, I think that's really important. I think it's important to have a, have something of our own as well. I think um, it helped me to be more, more conscientious of money. Maybe, um, I, the other day, Daniel was, I had worked all day and Daniel was like, well, let's just order pizza. I think someone was coming over. You know what it was? Someone was coming over and I had made muffins and they had totally flopped, like just did not turn out. <laughs> and Daniel was like, let's just order pizza for everyone. And I calculated it out and I was like, that's like all the money I made today. That's like, <laughs> I was at work for like five hours and we're going to blow it on pizza. No, like <laughs> Out. And Daniel's like, ooh, when you think about it that way. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> 
It's hard-earned cash, man. Yeah, exactly. As minimal as it, as it is that I'm contributing, it is empowering to, you know, be like, I, I made this and I'm contributing now. And, it, you know, it does feel good, even though yeah. sometimes we could blow it all on pizza in one day. Oh, I just feel better about all the money that I do spend. And I'm like, well, I have a job. <laughs> Burn this. That's right. This. That's right. He's like, well, you just spent it all. That two weeks. <laughs> well, it's mine that I spent, right? That's right. <laughs> That's right. Not spending you know, it. I remember when I so when I started working, um, we had we had just moved to Texas. We hadn't sold our house in Indiana, and so we had two house payments. And we thought, well, maybe maybe I should go get a job. So I did, and. Um, I always thought I had a pretty good handle on life. I, you know, had laundry days and, you know, certain days that I did just certain chores and had the kids where they needed to be. And then I started to work and um, I thought, now what do I do? I would just, I mean, I would come home, throw dinner on the table, try to play catch up with what the kids had, had got, gotten uh, for homework. Uh, you know, who needs clothes tomorrow? Threw them in the laundry so I, I found that really challenging, making that transition from home all time, home all the time, thinking I had life pretty well, plan, you know, taken care of, to utter chaos and out of control. And how do I now manage my time in this in this new situation? It's so hard to try and, and play catch up because I find myself getting behind so much more when I am off trying to do work things, especially in, um, in the beginning of the months where we, you know, we work an extra day a week and, you know, with like the planning out of the next like couple months for mm-hmm. preschool and putting together like lesson plans. But yeah, it's hard to kind of reroute and I have to set aside like that one day each week, you know, like that one day each week where it's like, Hey, how stuff needs to get done. Um, and even on the weekends, we kind of have to, you know, as a, as a couple, I mean, I'm fortunate enough to have, you know, a supportive husband where we can kind of divide the the household Mm -hmm. chores and, and get the kids involved as well. Like the kids know, like there are certain responsibilities each day that they, they have to pitch in. So, yeah, I love that. I love the one day idea, like to kind of be like, okay, maybe it's your day off. Maybe it's a day that's just a little lighter at work, but to be like, okay, this is my day that maybe I'm going to pick up some loose ends. But I have noticed that for sure. I do think I would even consider me a little bit in the honeymoon phase of starting mm-hmm. to work where I'm a little more empowered by and feel, um, I feel like I come home and I have a little bit better appreciation for like my kids and like, okay, I like you a little better after four hour break. (laughs) Right. But they have had to step up a lot and we're still trying to figure out how that works and what does that look like? Because Mm -hmm. I can't, I just don't have the man hours anymore of what I used to do. So whether that's cooking or cleaning or grocery shopping or meal planning, it needs to get done and I cannot physically do it anymore. So (laughs) It's been a lot. I too, I too, like Daniel has totally stepped up and he's been supportive and, um, but it's taken some communication and some figuring that out, like of what I need and what is falling through the cracks. Mm-hmm. And I think because we're, you know, quote unquote in the honeymoon phase, we're, we're a lot more like kind of playful and upbeat about it, but I can feel how it will get 
start to get really draining and exhausting, you know, and those things falling through the cracks, you know, could be bigger and bigger things. So right. we're, you know, COVID has made it kind of nice, I guess, because Daniel's working from home. Luckily, Finn, as my nine-year-old, is pretty okay responsible. And so when I do, when I do have to be gone in the hours that they are home and that the kids are awake, he can kind of, uh, kind of babysit, I guess, with Daniel there, but it gets interesting. We're still for sure figuring it out. It is. Well, and, and when things, when COVID-19 is over, the schedules will increase. Then, you know, there'll be more ball practices and, you know, outside curricular curricular activities too that you'll have to figure out. I, I was really, really blessed. My, my job was one in which I could take my break later in the afternoon, go get Caroline and Michael and sometimes Daniel, and they could come and do their homework in the break room for a while until I finished working. So I, I, that was a nice thing, but it, it is hard to find that balance. And I think that we need to give us ourselves a little bit of grace there and kind of be a little easy on ourselves. You know, not every last sock has to be folded and kids can do a lot to help and be involved in that as well. One of the challenge, other challenges that I face too is, you know, I would come home from work and I would bring work home with me. It was a rather stressful job working with both pets and people (laughs) and the public (laughs) and managing all of that. You know, I'd come home from work and there would be after school programs to go to and different things. And I, and I really had to find ways to stay engaged with the kids when I got home. And one of the ways that I did that is our meals went simple. In fact, one of my kids' favorite meals, this is my favorite recipe. Are you all ready for this? Okay. Get out your pens and papers and I'll tell you the ingredients. <laughs> you go to Panera Bread and you buy as many bread bowls as you have people and then you warm up your Campbell's potato soup and you just pour it in the bowls and the kids, they always just thought they had died and gone to heaven. Mom, this is the best meal ever. And I, so, I mean, you just have to find ways to bring, bring some of the stuff down so that, that aren't as important, you know, as I mean, dinners are important, but what, you know, the time that you spend making it, Versus the time that you spend with your kiddos, right? Definitely. Definitely. You know what I found too is, so as a a mother, obviously we're having to balance and juggle a lot, but we're our own managers. We manage the Mm -hmm. home. We have our own schedules that we, I mean, we have to do a lot, but we schedule our own time Mm -hmm. and we don't have someone micromanaging us, you know? Right. And at work, um, I am noticing that I'm, you know, I'm being managed, which is a new thing for me recently. (laughs) The other day I came home after just kind of a learning experience at work. And I said, Daniel, I am so sorry that I have micromanaged you these past (laughs) 11 years. (laughs) I will do better and you can do it your way. And And if it gets done, it gets done. You know, no more micromanaging from me, from me. And he laughed so hard because that's kind of been a conversation in our marriage back and forth. Like, there's more than one way to do it. And I'm like, yes, but this is the better way, which means it's right. the right way. So this yeah. is how we should do it. Now I'm like, hands up. Yeah. Like, we got yeah. you do you. You do you. Yeah. Because it's a different experience to be managed. I, I found that too. I mean, I've been in total charge for, I mean, my oldest at the time I went to 
to work. I think Melanie was probably in her late 20s. And now I have somebody tell me what to do, what I did wrong, and what I had to do better. I'm like, excuse me? (laughs) That's really funny to me because I'm like the opposite. I didn't like responsibility. So I like, I go out into the workforce and I'm like, tell me what you do. (laughs) Tell me what you want done, I'll do it, right? And so, yeah. Somebody else managing me for once was is like such a relief. Oh, but great. I mean, then, great. then the anxiety of like, oh, am I doing this right? Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I, That's I was, true. I was, I welcomed the freedom of not having to be the manager. Not being the manager. So, oh, I love that. That's fun. <laughs> I do. I love that too. What? So, um, Natalie, you kind of touched on the fact, you know, that your kids are kind of having to step up a little bit. I mean, mine certainly did too. How are they, Jamie, yours as well, how are they reacting to that? Are they, are they, yeah, we're in it, or are they a little resistant? My kids are cool with it as long as it doesn't affect, you know, their direct, like, oh, I had a field trip today. Where were you? You know, right. But most of the time, most of the time, I'm able to make it work. I mean, and that's the whole reason why I, I decided to do this in the first place was I wanted something that I could do that I enjoyed um, because I knew once all my kids were in school and I was going to be at home by myself, I, mm-hmm. I immediately started to think like, no, I've got to do something more with my time, but also I wanted to be available mm-hmm. for the kids um, yeah. and, and be there for their school you know, projects and things that they had going on because that, that's just always been really important to me. But I, I, and I understand and I realize that not everybody is fortunate enough to have that. And I'm very, I'm very fortunate in that um, I get to do that. But um, yeah, my kids are really supportive. They, you know, they ask about like the kids in my class or. Oh, that's sweet. Like things that are going on and yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, that's a great segue into what I wanted to talk about, too, is that I think that when we do something that's, you know, I mean, uh, well, no matter what we do with our kids, we include them. But when we have something that's separate from them, like, like like employment or even any other interest, I really feel like if we can bring them into our world and make them part of, we're all part of this team, then having them do some of the stepping up and and uh, maybe taking on some extra responsibilities is a little bit easier. Like I said, I worked at an animal hospital, and my kids always wanted to know what animals we had and what surgeries I got to see, and they loved coming down to, to visit. And um, we had pet, we had uh, hospital cats, they always asked about them and all their little antics, especially the day they got into the gerbils. And oh, the gerbils. No. Yeah. oh, no. I hope no children are listening to this gerbils. podcast. It was a sad, it was a sad end, and my children were a little devastated. But, um, and I also got to bring home animals. We brought home our little Lilliput cat that would, had been thrown out of a car and rescued. And so they got, were exposed to a lot of, a lot of animals and, so it was a lot of fun. And I think, you know, Jamie, like with your kids asking about your classroom, and I'm sure 
Natty, your kids are interested in what you do, at least the ones that are old enough to know what you do. You, I mean, maybe Archie, who's two, probably doesn't really. <laughs> no. But, but do you think that, I mean, do you, do you find that as you bring them into your world that they're, that it's more of a team feeling than, than a, hey, you just have to help me out kind of a scenario? Oh, for, sure. for sure. I think giving them, giving them that credit of involving them in your life and in things that feel more adult that they step up and they're like, I'm always blown away. I shouldn't be, I should stop being surprised, but they're, I, they blow me away about their just kind of Finn will remember like, Oh mom, you know, how was your, how was your class today? Did you, were your Mm -hmm. students like fun and talkative? Or when I had exams coming up with my EMT certification, you'd be like, well, do you have an exam today? And how are you doing studying? Do you need to study more? And I was, I'm always like, you're so grown up and sweet. And it's, they like to be involved. They like Mm -hmm. to have the back and forth, you know, and I I don't always give them that credit. And I also think the simplification has really helped. It shows me that I complicate their lives more than I, more than they want. And so with the simplification, you know, when I have a four hour shift, I will rearrange our day so that those four hours are simple in their lives. You know, Mm -hmm. they, you know, will do the complicated or the chores or whatever before. And so usually it's screen time that I've like saved and given to them. So they're like, if if I have a shift canceled, they'll be like, wait, wait, you're not going to work. (laughs) (laughs) Finn was all geared up for it. Can Um, we still have screen time? Yeah, exactly. Like, but this was supposed to be, you know, it was supposed to go Mm -hmm. this way. I also think too, feeding on what they what they need individually from me and having to learn that like and what motivates them like Finn is very motivated we always joke he is a Slytherin and there's mm-hmm. a lot of good qualities about being a Slytherin absolutely he, he, he is very ambitious and he's also very driven by money so we've motivated him to babysit and be responsible when I'm gone he gets mm-hmm. a dollar an hour to be oh, nice siblings ah which works for some kids, you know, I'm not yeah. advocating for the fact that you have to pay siblings to babysit siblings, but for no, him, but that works for your family. It makes yeah. him step up. Yeah. He's like, okay, like I'm stepping up. I need to act a little different and a little more responsible. Um, whereas Betsy just like needs a little more mom time at the end of the day, you know, and she mm-hmm. needs a little more one-on-one and yeah. so they just need a little more snuggle time, a little more attention. So recognize kind of where the needs are and how each yeah. kid is different. I think that helps. You know, what was so funny is that when I started working, the kids that lived at home seemed to be fine with me working. It was my older kids that had already moved out of the house <laughs> that <laughs> that had the hardest time. Really? So, like, yeah. how so? I, I, don't, I don't know. They just, I think they were a little thrown by it. They they're like, oh, you're doing what? You have skills outside of mother. <laughs> you don't. You don't know. wear it your just, hat. Yeah, it just kind of it just kind of shook them. And I guess my point is, the children that lived at home were included into my working life, mm. where the older ones weren't. And it was it was you know, can I call you during the day? You know, well, right. mom, what does this mean for us? Right. <laughs> Not that I needed to call you Not at that, 11 yeah. a.m., but I want to be but, able to. But what if I, need what if I want to? Yeah. What if I, you know, can I can I still do that? And um, so I just I, I don't have anything more to say about that except for that it was just kind of interesting. Well, speaking to that too, like 
going into the job force was really intimidating for me because I was like, I've been out of work for, you know, my resume was virtually blank and I'd been out of the workforce for 11 years. Well, almost maybe nine years, but I'm like, how, how am I going to contribute in any kind of genuine Mm -hmm. way to a company when I have no experience? And then I started working and I was working with some other like younger, like maybe 19 year old kids, which they're great too. But it it gave me Mm -hmm. a little bit of boost of confidence. Like I haven't been working in the job force for nine years, but like we've already touched on, like being a mom is a lot of work and there's a lot of management and a lot of time management and juggling and listening skills. I mean, I could go on and on about the skills that you learn as a mother Mm -hmm. and how applicable that is in any situation. I feel like really it's like a lot of soft skill learning. Mm -hmm. You learn how to deal with people, how to conflict, you know, conflict resolution, Mm -hmm. manage your time, listen to multiple people at once. (laughs) There's a lot. Well, you know, I was grateful for and to that point, when I applied uh, at the animal hospital, I got the job because I was a mother of seven children. They oh, said, wow. oh, and I just said, and I wrote this letter and I said, I don't have a resume. I, I, I haven't worked, but I've been raising seven children. And that, that was my skill. That was the skill that I brought to the table. That I, I got kids where they were supposed to go. I was responsible. I, I could make a mean dinner. You know, I mean, I, that was... <laughs> That was it. They said a mother of seven can work here. I mean, can work. And, and when it came time to, uh, when I w- became the manager, it was those mothering skills that got me that job because I was able to identify, hey, this is the problem and this is the solution. And th- the ability to work with the employees. I mean, I just worked with them like I did my children. And so, yeah, I think that sometimes we feel like we don't have skills to bring to the table, but, but we do being mothers gives us those skills. And I'm sure, Jamie, in your job, you have that same experience, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. Dust your shoulder off. <laughs> yes, I mean, I have, I feel like I have, you know, my class this past year, I had eight, eight little three-year-olds. I feel <laughs> like they were all my children. Right. Um, so, you know, they're, they, they, you just create like this bond with them and, and they're, super sweet and I miss them of course because you know I haven't been back since March and mm-hmm. right I hope they're doing okay but yeah I mean I I miss them and being able to you know get get down on their level I'm like oh, okay I know how to do this because I've done this with my three human children at home as well so yeah. right. do, you, do, do you find that that working with well, first off, I just say that everybody should have at least a three, one three-year-old in their life at all times. At all times. It is the best. <laughs> they are just, just wonderful. But do, do you find that a job working in the preschool, working with children, does that also translate that you bring home back to your kids? Do you feel like that in some ways it, it helps you in your mothering of your own children? Um, yes, I do. I think um, it, it it helped, it helped me learn a little more patience for my own children mm. and a little bit more, you know, grace and forgiveness of myself because you look at these other kids that, where you feel like, oh, I, I could be stepping it up or you could, you know, go the other direction and be like, oh, okay, I guess I'm doing a pretty good job there. Right. <laughs> but, right. Um, yeah, I feel, and going back to kind of saying like how, like how to be with the kids after you get home from work or whatever. Um, I do struggle with that a little bit, um, especially on like 
I'm there a certain day a week and then that same day that week happens to be like the night that all my kids have their extracurricular activities going on right and I just don't want to do it like I'm like <laughs> I'm in with children all day I mean mm-hmm. my kids you know karate and jujitsu and it's loud like, yeah yeah it is very loud and so um fortunately Will's very much I'll do it thank goodness yeah there are there are times though you know when he when he is busy and he's not able to get him there and you know it's like Mm -hmm. tonight but um and I just suck it up and I go but um right very much after a long day of you know being being with little humans and then happens Mm -hmm. to go to another place with a lot of tiny little humans (laughs) (laughs) it's a bit much and I think too like um, and you had mentioned before, I mean, both of you um, are fortunate that you have, some, you know, supporting spouses that you can tag team. And I think that it's so wonderful and healthy to to realize and accept that you don't have to do everything. You just don't have to do it all. And for those moms who don't have that support, it is, it is a, a lot harder. I feel like I would put an ad out in my neighborhood or even Mm -hmm. just like if you're in if you are on like a neighborhood website or you know your neighbors that are kind of you know single moms and they're out there working full time and trying to be a mom I mean it's hard so if you can and just reach out and help and be like hey I'm here I can I can help you with whatever you need but I feel, yeah, like my, my, I have a a soft spot in my heart because yes, I'm very blessed to have so much help. And I do have dear friends that are close to me that Mm -hmm. don't have that. And I just, yeah, I can can help you. What do you need? Even just experiencing like a part-time job, the first thing to go as a mother, when you add another thing into your life, whether that's school, more work, even another child or a Mm -hmm. puppy, the first thing that goes is your own time, right? You're cutting into your you time, your self-care, your shows at the end of the night, your podcasts you listen to, things like that. Those are the first things that go because, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously there's other things that demand your time that you can't just let go. Um, And that's where I felt the same way with you guys, with these moms that work, do work full time, Mm -hmm. have a support system or don't have a support system. That is a lot to juggle. And some days I'm sure it's like, you just, yeah. Some you days you don't juggle. You Some days, you just, yeah, you come home, put your pajamas on, tell the kids we're all staying in and put on a movie, eat popcorn. Uh, heat up your potato soup. That's right. Your awesome your, bread bowl. And your bread bowl. That's right. <laughs> and you're the best mom in the world. You are the best Signing mom in the off. world. Signing off. Signing off early. Right. That's right. You know, there's a saying I heard uh, uh, quite a few years ago, but I just love it. And it just, all you can do is all you can do. I love that. All right. Yeah. And I, those are words I have always lived by and helps you be a little bit more patient with your patience with yourself, give yourself a little bit more grace. And again, if you came home and said everybody in their pajamas, we're going to watch a movie and have potato soup and bread bowls, your kids would think that, I mean, they would love that night ever. That's right. And so while you feel like you're failing, you are, your kids think you're succeeding. And and so remember that because we're none, none of us are failing. We're all doing better than we think. I love that. Okay, I think that's about all the time that we have for today's podcast. Natalie and Jamie, do you guys have any last words? 
Thank you so much for having me. It's always just so good and empowering to talk and be reminded that, <laughs> that we're, we're doing okay. <laughs> yeah, we're, everybody's doing their best and that's, that's the best we can do. That's right. Yeah, Jamie? Definitely. Thank you for having me. Um, it was fun. We do have fun conversations. It's just, this is a fun conversation that we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So that's it for this episode. You can listen to this episode as well as all others on one mom to another.com slash podcast. And thanks for listening and talk to you next time. I need some home.